0: What's up, Youth Factor? It's your host, Jared, a.k.a. Jared the Speaker. Hey, so here we go. Um, We are jumping in today with step two. So step one took us a few days to get through. Uh, There's three steps in this. and Really what this is, is I originally heard this from, well, a form of this from Tom Bilyeu and it was like seven steps to accomplish any goal and as i was going through it, i was like hey you know what let me I, this was for a sermon let me break it into three steps that's what people are used to and that's why there's like the steps and the subpoints. it was his seven i kind of combined some of them i kind of came up with some of my own things and so i don't even know the exact number like his seven are in here but like i don't i think it's more it's like eight or nine i think i actually have um and i, I added like the whole gratitude section which is in step three don't think he had gratitude at all, actually. So I ended up like ending or adding gratitude, and then one, two, three little points there. So I don't know. I'm probably close to ten. But it's funny because it's since it's the new year, I've heard so many versions of this, and they're all basically the same with a little bit of like the unique flavor of of the the actual person doing it. So it's almost like so. I, I had a little bit of a impromptu date night with my wife last night. We went to our little favorite Mexican restaurant, and it's funny because our food like my like depending what we got like hers had queso over it mine had well two part of mine had like a like a red sauce over it and then my tamale had another sauce like probably a combination of like mole sauce and and red sauce or something was a a little bit spicier than just regular traditional mole but it's like they they're all basically the same kind they all were beef they're all essentially some sort of cow (laughs) processed cow wrapped in some sort of of meal cornmeal flour whatever right and and serve with different sauces and so i i kind of found like that's kind of like this is is like it's all essentially the same idea of how to accomplish a goal and depending on which ones i've seen they're a little different like i know tony robbins is doing a course on this right now um my buddy cliff ravencraft uh the used to be the podcast answer man now he's the mindset answer man uh he did a podcast which i'm gonna go listen to called 10 steps to accomplish any goal and just because i did this on a sunday I, I dropped it down to 3 i said three steps but it's it's essentially it's it's still all those that i have on there and so yeah today is step 2 execute um and we're going to be going over having the right plan and if we have time don't overthink it will be the two things that we go through so number 2 is execute um there's a time for prayer but it must always be followed by action and so what i mean by this is i and I feel like we can go off on two extremes in the church world um, and, and anyone with, you know, faith and who prays and whatnot. Right. So there's there's the one extreme to where you never, ever take really any action because you just pray about everything all the time, but you never do anything. And that sounds good because it's not, oh, yeah, I pray all the time. But it's like, yes, but you're not ever, ever actually doing anything. And you've never actually accomplished anything. And you can't be listening because like you must just be talking the whole time because otherwise you'd hear god saying hey i need you to go do this i've got this calling on your life and you're like no nope, can't not too busy right now god it's like what's that drake one where it's like the whole like like you know he's got his hand over it and he's like nah you know because it's like no god stop stop I'm, I'm praying i'm praying i'm being spiritual right now um and then the, the other extreme is you go the the opposite way and it's the humanistic way it's where we end up trying to do everything in our own effort, right? And so you try to do everything just by brute force and and your own human flesh, essentially. And neither one of these works. And they both end up leading to unfilled lives and lives where um, I personally feel like you're going to get to heaven one day now. Uh, and you're going to be like, uh, you're not going to hear that well done, good and faithful servant. You're going to be like, I, was, I called you to this. You're like, but God, I spent like eight hours a day praying. He's like, yeah. And you never listened one time. Or you're just gonna be like, God, I served you. The, like I worked for you my entire life. It's like, yes, but you you were just busy working on stuff that I didn't even call you to do, right? So it makes me think of like I could walk up to a store. Okay, Jonathan works at Hanford, right? So I could walk into Hanford. Let's say like oh, right now it's it's snowy. I could go and start plowing in their parking lot, doing all this kind of stuff. I put in like work for, like eight hours, and then I come in. I'm like, all right, boss. Um, where's my payday? I've been working for you know two weeks. Where's my payday? I don't know if they get paid weekly or, or two weeks, but um, and he's like, "What do you? I don't. Who are you?" And it's like, "I'm Jared." I've been. Mean, he's like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "I've I've been working for you for the last two weeks. I've looked, here's a list of everything I've done. I've been out here twelve hours a day. You know, da, 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 all this stuff. Haven't you noticed how how your parking lot has been so clean and how no one's been slipping and and how all your carts have just always been brought?" I was like, "Well, yeah, I, I did notice that, and I did, you know, notice. You know, it was like." But that I didn't you're not even you don't even work for us. And so I feel like we can get into that sometimes uh, with our faith where it's like, oh, because I'm doing something that is like a good thing. Right. Like, oh, I'm pastoring a church. I'm youth pastoring. I'm X, Y, Z. We can just like barrel down into that and and not, you know, hear it as well. Uh, <clears throat> and then, like I said, the only time about is that not and I, I struggle with this is like not knowing both these extremes. I remember being a young man and I wasn't married yet. And I remember struggling with this and not knowing like the balance between the prayer closet and work, basically. Like where do you where do you take something to the Lord and where do you do something? And I had this mental picture, right? And give me a second I to take a quick drink. And I had this like mental picture of like someone praying and praying, 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 like until their knees are bleeding, right? Okay, the the bleeding part wasn't in my mental picture, but makes a better visual. Just praying, 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 like God, please do this, please do this, please do that, like the same thing over and over and over. And God's like, the first time they said it, God's like, okay. And they're like, God, please do this, and I'm like, okay. And then over and over, and God's like, I, I said okay. (laughs) And then like years later, it's like, God, why won't you do this? And God's like, What are you talking about? I said yes three years ago. You never got up and went and did it. You asked for permission. You asked for a blessing to go do this. I literally have blessings stored up for you. You've just never gotten up and gone and done it. And the person is just like praying and praying and praying. And then, and then at some point they lose heart. And they're like, well, you know, God works in mysterious ways. That's like my least favorite, I think, uh, church saying. Well, God works in mysterious ways. And we don't always understand the way he does things. I feel like 99.9% of the time, <clears throat> if someone is saying that, that is a clue that, on some level, their theology is off. They've missed something, and now they're blaming God. And so people will say that. Well, God works in mysterious ways. It's like, well, you know, God God works, and God expects you to work. (laughs) So maybe the reason that you're not getting the results that you're looking for is because God said yes to it, and then you never got up, and you never went to do it. But then I struggle with that because I also didn't want to just go out and be doing my own thing. And at the time, I was running our media department. And I was working really hard and I was building it and growing it, but I was like really worried with like my personality type that I was just going to go out and like get ahead of God. Right. <laughs> I think is how, how they talk about that is like, you know, you get excited to get ahead of God and God's like, um, I'm not leading that way. Where are you going? Uh, and so it's that that balance of of walking. And it makes me think of since I talked about Oliver and it being his birthday. Well, for the podcast, I mentioned it, I mentioned it to the, the Facebook crowd, but it's Oliver's birthday today. He turned six. And all this is a kid thing in general, but like Oliver is particularly he's gone through this phase where he'll ask something and then not actually listen to what the answer is. And so we end up he'll be like, Can I have a snack? And then Brandy will be like, Yeah. And then he's like, he just keeps asking. And he like almost like starts whining like he wants a snack. And Brandy's like, I told you you could have a snack. Go get a snack and go back to playing in your room. Like, what are you doing? And um, and then or what I'll do, what I'll say is a lot of times, and it's not just Oliver, but like if the kids ask and then like, they clearly weren't listening. And so then they're asking again later and I'll be like, I've already said yes to that. If you keep asking, it's going to turn into a no. So either, yes, go get your snack or go play your game or go whatever. But if you ask me one more time, a third time, the answer is going to change to no. Like, because I don't, I guess you're going to hear that, you know, like, I don't want to keep saying yes for the next hour and a half. Um. And I feel like we do that to God where we're like, God, give me X, Y, and Z. And then, um, and then we just never go out to do it. We never hear it. Now, there is a balance there too, because it's like, you know, the, the and I won't get into this, but the whole like idea of like the, the, the balance between like praying for things that are provided for within God's word and things that aren't, you know, so just a quick example, like, and I'll give just, I won't even go into this. Hopefully um, like, okay. Healing is, is provided for you know, under under the new covenant, under the grace, you know, un, in, in in the word, right? Um, someone else's spouse is not. <laughs> and there's a famous Kenneth Copeland story about a, a woman who had heard some of his teaching about how, you know, like basically we can have whatever we ask for and miss the part about as long as it's something that is already provided for, right? Because they'll, they'll talk about how, I guess I am going to do it a little bit, uh, about how like, okay, bank robbery wasn't provided. You can't go, okay, God, I'm going to go rob a bank and I'm praying for your blessing and that'll get away with it. Like, that wasn't provided for on the cross. (laughs) There's other ways to get finances if you need finances. There's other ways to get, you know what I mean? Like, there's, it has to be so, um, that whole faith thing is like, I can believe for anything? It's like, well, anything that was provided for anything, so that's why you have to line your will up with the will of God, right? Um, And so this woman was basically like, well, I believe that uh, Kenneth Copeland's gonna be my husband, and I'm just waiting for his wife to die so I can marry him, and she even had, like, a spiritual ceremony, like, you, you can't get someone else's spouse um, through faith that way, right? <laughs> so it doesn't work that way. That's not exactly what we're talking about. Um, let me jump over really quick to Facebook. And I just want to check on this feed. And I want to see. Well, I think I could see if there's questions over here. So at any point, if you have any questions. Um, uh. Anyways, sorry, I got distracted by something my pastor posted. Uh, let me check really quick. If you have any questions, leave them um, like as a question on there. Like, leave a comment, I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And let me know. And, uh, yeah, so there it is. It looks good. I'm going to jump back into what we're talking about then. Cool. Just want to check that. All right. So after that, like, okay, I got to take action. We got to, you know, get up. We got to do something. We can't just spend 30 years praying. Um, now, there are certain things, right? like you're praying for revival for a nation that's something you're gonna probably be you know is what you're praying you're praying like now maybe you know you're sending labor to the harvest so you have to use discretion and you have to use discernment here so you can't just take this and be like well pastor jared said um and so i prayed i prayed for two weeks for revival in america and now i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna go out there and i'm like there's there's different things right so you kind of have to be you kind of have to use your brain like there's that's why i have that up there right the the e equals mc squared for the podcasters i got this new sign jonathan hung up for me um you still have to use your brain you can't just you know be like i think you get what i'm trying to say i won't go into that um so then it's uh under execute it's having the right plan because just like going to hannaford and working there for two weeks and expecting a paycheck is not going to result any in any fruit as far as finances go um you can do we do the same thing and that sounds stupid no one would be like well you're you're an idiot (laughs) sorry if that's offensive you're an idiot, right? Like, why did you ever think that was going to work? Like, now maybe that could be a strategy of how you're going to get the job, where you're like, I'm going to show up and I'm going to start working. You're going to Rory Gilmore this, right? Where you're just going to be there in the office every day, getting the coffee, doing whatever, until they just get so sick of seeing you there that they finally give you a job. That could work. I know that's that's a strategy for getting a job, um but not just for like, oh, okay, I'm going to magically get a paycheck. Well, we do the same thing, I think, a lot of times. I believe with. Like in our faith world is where we just don't really have a plan. We just put in a lot of effort, unfocused effort. So go back to one with focused, you know, focused vision, unfocused Unfo- effort, and we're like, well, I did all this work. I should be getting compensated, you know, spiritually, health, finances, whatever. Um. So you gotta have the right plan. <clears throat> so if if God, I'm gonna be speaking um about Jim Elliott tonight in youth, and there is a whole time where he spent just preparing and studying and hearing. He didn't just go, oh, I feel called to be a missionary. Boom. And just like jumped, jumped out somewhere. Right now. I'm not saying there's never a time for that where God may just say, go, you know, that happened with Abraham. That actually happened with the missionary that we'll talk about next week. But he, he went through a preparing process where he spent time studying and, and in the word and learning the word. And then God spoke to him. And then first he learned, okay, yes, not just that I'm supposed to be a missionary, but where I'm supposed to be a missionary and then got direction for it. And then was able to walk out and, and into that and take steps um, of faith in that. So it's having the right plan. Because if you're called to be a missionary, but you have the wrong plan on how to execute that, and you're supposed to be a missionary to, I'll go with India because I know I have I have at least one listener who uh, feels called to be a missionary in India. If you if you go to Africa, then and you put in all of this work and you're not seeing any result, it, it the answer is probably going to be well because you have the wrong plan. I called you to India. You went to Africa for whatever reason, right? Sorry, like you had the, right, the wrong plan. You need to have the right plan. Um, so what, and then also too is not just, and in, in part of having the right plan is you need to know what it's going to take. So Grant, Grant Cardone has a book called um, The 10X Rule. And he's, his whole thing is like 10X. He's got hats and stickers and all kinds of stuff, right? And he basically, it, it, the idea, I can sum up the entire book for you in the fact of like whatever you want to do, a dream, a plan, a goal, it can be like a life goal, It could be something small, like, you know, whatever it is, like, whatever it is you want to accomplish when you want to accomplish something, I guess, I guess I'm big. It's probably not like my goal is to put my shoes on today. Like, okay, probably not that. So I shouldn't say any size, but you want to accomplish a goal. You want to buy real estate, which was one of his examples. You want to start a business. You want to plant a church. You want to get a new job, whatever it may be. He says, when you sit down, right? We talked about like in Habakkuk, right? Like writing out the plan, you sit down, you come up with your plan. He says, take that plan and multiply it by 10 of what work you think it's going to take, right? So if you go, oh, I want to make, you know, 10, I need 10 sales this month. Uh, you know, I'm, let's say you're in sales, let's say insurance or something. You're like, I want to make 10 sales. I want 10 new clients. Or maybe you're a personal trainer and you're like, you know what? I want to quit my, my part. You know, I've been doing, I have a few clients, but I want to get, if I can get 10 new clients that are paying me for full time to be a personal trainer, I then can quit my, My day job, and I can go off and I can do that full time. That's my dream, right? It's not my dream. For the example, what's up, Paul? So you just jumped on making sure you don't think that my dream is to be a personal trainer. (laughs) Um, And you say, okay, so I need 10. So it's probably going to take me 100 phone calls. I'm going to probably have to talk to 100 people to get those 10 clients. What Grant Cardona is saying is it's it's 10x. So it's probably, you're probably going to have to talk to 1,000 people. Now, is it exactly 1,000? Maybe not. Maybe only talk to 500. He's like, but if your plan is just to have, talk to 100 people, it, that's that's the problem is people underestimate the, the amount of work it's going to take. So people say things like, oh, I'm going to make 100 phone calls. And then you know they get through maybe 50 of them and they've only gotten one new client and then they get discouraged and they give up because like, oh, this isn't working. Like I've only got one in 50. Like there's no way I'm going to get nine more in, in, in another 50 calls. It's like, well, no, but you probably should have been planning on making a thousand calls, not not 50. Your plan should have been. Um, The second part of it, too, is he says you should also 10x your vision because realizing like, but that's a whole nother part of it that goes back to the vision part. Um, So, yeah, the the idea is that it you need to know not just the right plan, but you need to know what is it going to take? What is the effort is going to take? And so if you're in construction, not only do you need to know, like, okay, so I first we put down the foundation and then we put up the frame and then we do. Right. You also have to have an idea because you can't tell a client. You know exactly how to build your building. Cool. Um, How long is it going to take? Oh, that I don't know maybe we can get it done in six months, but it, it could take six years. I really don't know because I know how to build it, but we're just, I don't really know. Well, what's it going to cost? Well, I don't know that either. I know how to do it and I can do it. I just, I don't know those other, and they're like, you would never hire that person. Well, the same thing, not only do we need to have the right plan, we have to like count the cost. Like, what is this going to take? And I feel like this is an, one reason why we we quit something so easy is not only do we, you know, underestimate like by a factor of 10, according to Grant Cardone, what it's going to take. We just don't know that going into it. And so we become very discouraged. And so, um, yeah, I have in my notes, what will it actually take to accomplish the goal? You need to know that, you know, is it, is it a hundred phone calls? Is it 10 phone calls, a hundred phone calls or a thousand or 10,000? Are you still willing? Are you still as excited to go start that personal trainer business? If you had to make 10,000 phone calls or is is your limit a hundred? No, I can make a hundred, but even 200, I'm out. I'd rather just stick with my day job. You know, it's, it's good to know going into it. Um, Luke fourteen twenty eight says, for which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it, right? And so it's like the same thing with our lives. Like you wouldn't go to build a building or a tower and be like, okay, well, today I'm going to be working on this part and I know I need this much lumber or this much stone and you go off and buy it. And then the next day you're like, oh, you know, okay. So now I know I need some more and you're like, oh, own costs have gone up <laughs> my dad and i are, uh, faced this one year we were redoing our roof and because he wasn't doing it full-time he had a full-time job he was just doing it like here and there And it was like every time we went to the hardware store to get more wood which he only had one pickup he could only get so much anyways and of course the budget because he's just paying for this himself like you know at pulling some out of each paycheck and then what you know look at my schedule when i have some time off uh, and so we're working on it, and it was like every time we went to get more plywood, the price had gone up. <laughs> and it was like, I remember like towards the end being like, um, was it, was it the plywood like $3 and something, a cent, like a piece when we started? Now it's like over 11 or 13 or whatever it was. <clears throat> it was pretty expensive. And I know, I know it's gone way up and it's even way more now. So you're probably even laughing at that. But I remember being like, oh, wow. If we had known ahead of time, we could have bought it all, right? Um, <clears throat> a two bedroom, one bath house is about $130,000. i am assuming you're talking about um, dollars and and not like sheets of plywood because that would be a lot. Uh, so, yeah, you need to know ahead of time. You need to know what it is you're going to do because otherwise you become very, it's so the whole point. I'm just summing that up the same. You become discouraged when it, it doesn't. It's not getting done as easy as you thought it was. So have a plan. Seek the Lord for the right plan. That's just a reference back to the first part is seeking the Lord. Because the thing is, like, he is going to be, give, be able to give you divine insights and whatnot. Um, and then the second part here we'll, that we're going to talk about is don't overthink it. This one right here is like, this is big for me. I overthink everything. Don't overthink it. Like, I'll literally overthink, like, going to my my, my grocery store. Like, I'm like, I'll tell my wife, like, oh, I'll go to the grocery store after such and such. I'm like, well, should we do it now? Or should I wait till here? And she's like, I don't care. <laughs> she's like, I need this thing by this time. I don't care when or how you do it. And I'll go through, like, three versions of a plan before I'm finally like, you know what? I'll just go do it now. And <laughs> she's like, oh, you think? Could have saved yourself some time of just doing that ahead of time. Thinking of ahead of time. So don't overthink it. Once you have heard from the Lord, get to work. Too many talk themselves out of obedience by getting a second opinion and overthinking it. So you hear from the Lord and then you want to, you go and you're, you're thinking about it and you're trying to process it. You're trying to figure out like, oh, okay, how's this going to work? And da, 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 and all these things before you step out. And then you overthink it. You talk yourself out of obedience. Um, <clears throat> you don't have to have all the answers. You just have to get started. So it made me think of the example of... Uh, um, It made me think of the example of so I got distracted because my wife just sent me a TikTok about Mexican food. Um, So I don't know if she was listening and then sent it or if it was just random that she sent it because we had Mexican for our little date night last night. But either way, you know, when you go on a road trip, I don't know if you've ever been on a road trip. I've been on several. I drove from California to Virginia and I've driven from Virginia to Louisiana and Oklahoma a few times to Texas from Virginia to Texas once um and from virginia up to here I, we just a few months ago we went to pennsylvania so we've done done lots of lots of road trips and i can tell you just going from virginia or well i haven't done it from new york yet but going from virginia to oklahoma or um uh, louisiana which is where we had family it's depending on the route it's a driving straight not stopping which is not possible because you have to at least get gas um is It's like 24, 25 hours, right? So I don't know when I start that drive and I pull out of the driveway, you know, put in reverse, back up, get on the road, jump on the highway. That's about all I know is like, I know from like, okay, from experience, I'm going to, I know how to get to the highway or where I come from. We call them freeways, but we're, they're not free out here, (laughs) a lot of them. So I know how to get to the highway, right? And then I know, okay, I need to go north or south or east or west. And then that's about it. Right. Like I don't know all the steps of how to get to Louisiana from Virginia. And so once I got on on the first on the first highway, I was out. I was done. And I was like, well, I probably am gonna get off at some point, you know, in the next 30 miles on this highway or whatever, but I don't I don't really know. And so if you ask me, like, oh, 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 really big shot, you're gonna drive to Louisiana to you know go see family for Christmas? Yeah, I am. Oh, really? Okay, well, approximately eight hours and thirty-two minutes into the drive. You're gonna come up, um, you're gonna to have to make a, a decision. You're gonna to have to turn left or right, Mr. Big Shot, who thinks he knows exactly what he's gonna be doing. Okay, tell me, do you turn left or do you turn right? I don't know. I don't need to know that. And but that's how sometimes we criticize the things that we hear from God as we go, God says, Okay, go and I'll just use I'll use church planning again. That's like my favorite go-to example, right? That or missionaries, go plant a church. And and a lot of times he or he will he'll give us exactly what we need to just get started right but what happens is we start thinking about it and we're like well okay I'm gonna need a building but this and this we're thinking through everything we're like okay well how'm I gonna get financing and then this and then what about this and oh man I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do for collateral for for a loan for a building by the way I think Rick Warren's church Saddleback church like a huge church I don't think they owned their own building until like 13 years into their church or whatever right so they're like oh man what am i what are we gonna do for this and you get bogged down um so you're you just you get so bogged down and you're like i don't i don't know what to do (laughs) and we stop and we get out of it so it's like this idea of not overthinking it is you you know what your plan is work that plan stick to that plan and don't stress about all those little details right Okay, so I, I want you to do something for me. If you're listening on either on the podcast or if you're watching this, this video either live now on Facebook or later on, um, I want to because we're going to be, not tomorrow, but soon, we're going to be getting into gratitude. I want you to start thinking about that now. I want you to post uh, one thing that you're grateful for um, in the comments or you, you, know, you can message me, whatever it is. But yeah, everyone on Facebook, just post it there. Uh, everyone on the podcast, if nothing else, just stop and think to yourself, like what is one thing I'm grateful for in my life today, Um, and that's going to start when you start doing that every day. It's going to prepare you for our next section. So I probably will not be doing an episode tomorrow. Um, I do plan on doing them on most Fridays, but I will not tomorrow. We will be out of town celebrating Oliver's birthday, Um, and I I just I don't know exactly what part uh, what where we will be at ten o'clock to be able to set time aside for that. So just so I don't let you guys down, I'll let y'all know there won't be an episode tomorrow. Be back on Monday. And we will jump into um evaluating the results and changing accordingly. It that there is going to be a great episode. I'm going to be explaining some stuff to you about how your your brain works and uh, as far as accomplishing things and figuring things out. And for some of you, it's going to change your life. And you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is, I wish I knew this my entire life. (laughs) So I will see you all on Monday. So first to the uh the podcast peeps. You guys have a blessed day. See you Monday.